he said, um, listen, give me two years. You'll never want to come back. Uh, the adventure of a lifetime and nobody will know you're gone. You get deployed at 17 and a half. And now I was deployed from the New York Athletic Club and we got actually deployed right out of the locker room from, uh, you know, you beamed up to the ship and then the ship takes off and you're gone for 20 years. That's a very hard pill to swallow, but that's exactly how I experienced it. I was taken at 10 years old. I was taken and I was worked through s several black programs. I was privately owned in the beginning. I did six, six or seven years on earth. Uh, that's when all the stuff for the programs began for me, uh, specifically uh, the tracking that they had been doing since I was a kid, it followed me all the way through the military. And at that point, when I got to Diego Garcia, that's where I was taken off planet. It like opened that floodgate for me. And then all of these recalls started coming in and I was just like, oh my gosh. And the way I was describing it, she's like, I've never had this with a client, but it, that you're, you're describing a parallel life right now. It's a combination of human and other species. Um, I was able to remember the name on their uniform, it's USS Arcorp. That was putting me through some kind of recruitment um, tests from age three until 12. And 12 is when I was potentially, well, taken. He said, uh, and with your scores, I guarantee you'll make commander and you'll make pilot. And I said, pilot of what? And he said, uh, four kilometer long starship. He told me what was gonna happen. He, he said, you volunteer for the program, we'll put you in, you'll do 20 years, we'll um, send you back in time 20 years, age regress you 20 years, wipe your memory, and you'll just wake up in bed like nothing happened. It's almost beyond words, it's beyond comprehension of how this could happen. Whoever's masterminding this, you know, the Air Force, you know, working with extraterrestrials, working with a lot of Pretty wild technology, which I'll also get into. It's really beyond fathomable. It's beyond fathomable. Hey guys, welcome back. Yes, we're back already. I, as I mentioned at the end of last episode, we we're doing three episodes this week. So uh, the next one will be live on Sunday night with Tony Rodriguez. So stay tuned for that. But uh, until then, we're going to, we're, we are joined by Brad Olson and he's on a bit of an interview circuit right now. And uh, obviously you've been activated, Brad, because you must have something to share. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for having me back on Journey to Truth. And yeah, I'm activated. I got uh, the fourth printing of Beyond Esoteric coming off the printer assembly line as we speak. And uh, book's done very well in the year since it's been out and still very relevant and so much to talk about. Right, exactly. And we're going to get into some of that, some other, uh, I'm going to get your opinion on some current events also. Before we get started, guys, don't forget about the promo codes. 10% off CBD, Hopewell Farm CBD with promo code Journey to Truth 10. 
10% off of the Omnia Radiation Balancer with promo code TRUTH, all caps, and 20% off of our, all of our Teespring merch, promo code 20 and back. And all of those um, all of those promo codes are good indefinitely, and we'll let you know if they change. And don't forget to grab a ticket to our Secret Space Conference, May 2nd through the 5th. It's coming up. We're really excited about it. Tickets are available on the website, secretspaceconference.info, and live stream tickets are available for $111 for anyone who can't make it, can't travel, or lives in another part of the world. Uh, can't wait to see all of you guys. So that out of the way. What's going on, Brad? You, uh, hey. I know you've been busy lately. Uh, so what's going on? <laughs> what's going on well we're uh i just came back from a ski trip up in the sierras and there's tons of snow up there boy december not only set a new snow record in the sierras in california and rain in the state which we needed badly because it ends the drought but uh now we're in this high pressure bubble and there's not a flake in sight until february so wow. i think you're getting it all up in uh, Portland our rain Aaron. yeah yeah i think we are <laughs> right on um so yeah unfortunately i haven't read your book yet aaron has or he's most of the way through it and yeah. uh even before we set this interview up aaron was here for the holidays he's like man this book is awesome it covers everything you know so there's yeah, so much to really dive is. in there's so much to dive into basically any any direction we go with this conversation it's pro you've probably covered it in the book and obviously there's other stuff we can talk about but honestly like i titled this our fake and rigged world basically our rigged and fake world i got that from your book and flipping the script because that's the that's that's the thing we need to we need people to understand is the illusion of everything that's happening right now and how we can flip that and and make this a positive timeline for ourselves because everything is turning out to be, I mean, as fake as it gets, you know, we know the news is fake. Uh, the, the politicians or the whole political arena is just fake. It's an illusion. They're trigger events. They want our focus on that instead of what actually matters. So what are your thoughts what, on what's going on right now? Yeah, great way to start the show off, because I'll tell you, I did two books in the esoteric series before Beyond Esoteric, and that is uh, Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses, and Future Esoteric. I just, got, I just got those, actually. Nice. Yeah. And I'll tell you, when those books were first coming out 10 years ago, I was called every name in the book because people just could not grok this subject and call me conspiracy theorists. You know where that word is from the CIA. Oh, yeah. Directly. Yeah to throw off all the truth seekers surrounding the Warren Commission, which was investigating JFK's assassination. Yep. So just using that term, uh, it, it shows you how indoctrinated people are and how they'll follow these terms. So this all goes into how fake everything is. There was a CIA director named William Colby, who in the 1980s said, we'll know our disinformation campaigns are successful when everything the American people believe is fake. So oh, yep. they have been working on this for decades to try to get us down this rabbit hole where everything we believe is this fabricated uh, big lie. And, yeah. and that was actually a term used in Nazi Germany 
to propagandize the people with the big lie. And Hitler and Goebbels, the propaganda minister, were often saying the bigger the lie, the more the people will believe it. And you just have to hit them with repetition, repetition, repetition. And you can see that happening in our fake news media all the time. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. They just pump it into you, overwhelm you with it, bombard you with it everywhere you look. And then as soon as you as soon as you break free from that narrative and say something else, you get that fluoride stare. People look at you like (laughs) insane, you know? Yeah. And it's it's so true. And it's it goes all the way back. Like you said, it's it's, our entire reality has been fabricated into an illusion. And even the players, even the key players, and I call them players because it's a big game, you know, like the politicians and celebrities and stuff. um, They're not who we think they are, unfortunately. And there's a lot of. Um, you know, there's a satanic background, there's occultism, and it's all based on this evil, this darkness. And that's what we're here uncovering. I love it. You guys are the journey to truth. And all the while, I haven't been called those names so much anymore. <laughs> and the people who used to call me those names, they're, uh, they're, they're real quiet these days. Although I haven't been offered an apology, not that I'm looking for one or thinking that it's coming my way. It's just one of those things that happens during the Great Awakening. And I'm just very happy that people are finally starting to get all this, that we have been manipulated on a psychic level. This whole thing is is a giant psyops, what we're dealing with in the last two years. And the more people start to understand that, the quicker they wake up and hopefully the faster we can get through this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So going, you mentioned the um, Nazis, you know, and so we had, you know, obviously World War II. That's when a lot of this, I mean, this has been going on forever, but that's when this really started, the uh, Project Paperclip, which I had just, I was just reading about that, actually. And it's funny how they named it that, because I guess Truman at the time made it illegal for Nazis to infiltrate the U.S. after the war. And so instead of, so they weren't allowed to come over here all the paperclip scientists. So instead, they just basically paperclipped a new identity on top of their old identity, and they got them in. It was like, and it was, that's why they called it Project Paperclip. And I just thought, I think it's hilarious, but that's where it all started. And obviously, that's where the infiltration started. And uh, it's, it's, it's really hard to wrap your head around how backwards everything actually is. In my book, Future Esoteric, The Unseen Realms, I have a chapter called The Fourth Reich in America, and be mindful that America also consists of South America, where a lot of them went to right after the war. The Vatican created what were known as the rat lines to give them new identities. If they were really, really dangerous criminals, and I do believe Hitler himself escaped three years ago. I was down in South America and went to a lot of these locations, including uh, Bariloche, which is, I've been to Germany many times, and it was like going into a Bavarian village down there, uh, and, and other places like La Falda, Argentina, just above Cordoba, which was the, uh, like the Detroit of South America, where a lot of the production took place, and a lot of their backward engineering went down there as well, including Antarctica, which I went to three years ago. Uh, in search of all these mysteries, 
So the paperclip Nazis, that refers to the ones that came to America. And they, they were like the ones that weren't too uh, hot, so to speak, that they weren't the, the real Joseph Mengele's who lived out his whole life in South America, mm-hmm. never was brought to justice. Very few were. Mm-hmm. It was funny when I was when I was traveling in uh, Bolivia, I'm flipping through the uh, Lonely Planet said to my uh, travel mate, Emily Infinity, I'm like, oh, look, we're in this town where uh, Klaus Barbie, the butcher of Leon, changed his identity and lived out the rest of his life behind a lumber mill in this small Bavarian town. I mean, it's even in the Lonely Planet, which is like the mainstream media of travel books mm-hmm. about these Nazis who escaped justice. So this was the Fourth Reich. Right. They actually implemented the whole system for creating an underground government, more of an intelligence apparatus, but with all the best toys that they could uh, shepherd out of Germany before the end of the war, which went to largely South America and Antarctica. Yeah, And we are feeling the repercussions of this to this day. In fact, you can see how much fascism uh, ideology has entered our dialogue in this country. Yeah, I mean, that is the dialogue that yep. they're pushing. Yeah. And it's interesting because when they left after World War II, when they left Germany, they out, they went through the Red Cross. The Red Cross had an establishment, uh, a building, and they all got a Red Cross visa with a, a new identity, a fake name, new identity. Um, and they basically basically scrubbed their Nazi label. Right. And then they then they were they went to South America and they meet. They all went through this Catholic church that basically cleansed them of all their Nazi sins and and solidified the new identity and gave them a new life free of any repercussions in Argentina. And that's how they did it. So it was all a big master plan. But yeah, we're seeing we're seeing the ramifications of that now everywhere. We had some of the uh, Nazi rocket scientists like Hermann Oberth and Werner von Braun came here to start NASA in this country, you had uh, Reinhard Galen, who really should have been at the Nuremberg trials for war crimes against humanity. He came out here and he helped start up the CIA. Yeah, what do you know? Another yeah. Nazi infiltration. Mm. And then you also have the MK Ultra psychological operation doctors coming here as well. You know, the K and Ultra is spelled K-O-N-T-R-O-L-L-E. That's the German spelling for control. And indeed, MKUltra is a product of Nazi Germany. So that mass hypnosis that they have inflicted upon the American people for decades is Mm -hmm. a direct output of the ideology of Nazi Germany. Exactly. I was going to bring up MKUltra, actually. Because that's that's really how they're pulling us off. It's mind control, you know, and that's obviously pumping fake narratives, fake news into the society. Um, that's it's a form. It is a version of mind control, but it's happening on all different levels, uh, subliminally and uh, and obviously right in your face. And obviously the whole big brother aspect of everything. And I know you talk about that in your book also. Yeah, I have a chapter on MK Ultra in Beyond Esoteric: Escaping Prison Planet. And it's very important for people to understand that it's not just the people who were inflicted in these programs and what they did to them on a personal level. 
but that it was a psychological operation against the American people that has been underway, like that uh, quote from William Kobe for decades. And of course, they infiltrated all the mass media through Operation Mockingbird. That is, CIA directives have been part of our narrative. They call it the 4 a.m. talking points because at 4 a.m., all the fax machines at all the uh, news agencies and TV stations start firing up. Here's your talking points for the day. Mm -hmm. And we all know that in mainstream media, journalism is dead. These guys don't do any research. They're just reading off a teleprompter. Yeah. You could get a monkey to read lines too, and it'd be about the same. Exactly. It would be. I mean, you're absolutely right. There is, it's not about research. It's about, I mean, they don't even have an option. And we do see, fortunately, and gratefully, we have some journalists, um, some news anchors who break free from that, come forward. They see what's going on and they try and blow the whistle on it. We see some of those people come through Project Veritas and stuff like that. But when, as soon as they do that, um, I mean, their life is threatened at that point. You know, it's not easy for them. They have to come forward and it's a scary thing to do. And it should not be like that. Should not be like that. Look, Project Veritas had their offices raided and they went to the guy's home. And uh, here's the, the last bastion of honest journalism getting harassed by the FBI. Where so they're still supporting this fake media narrative but the, the the more that they go after the truth seekers that to me shows that the lie is starting to break down because yeah. the last tool of censorship is uh, you have to start locking them down and, and going after the truth tellers so maybe that's a good sign that that we're winning this information war i do think it's a good sign it's also disheartening sometimes whenever you're just getting stopped around every corner you know um it's really hard to get this information out there without being shut down but it's also a good thing because why are they so scared what are they trying to shut down exactly. i mean it's it's, yeah. a, it's a modern day book burning and they're backed into a corner and they don't have anything else to do and unfortunately in some areas like they come to your door like in australia you know they they're doing whatever they can to shut certain people up and um, just counting our blessings right now. You know, we're not really over to target as, as some of these other people who are really covering what's going on right now with this pandemic and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's still, it's still, you know, it's just crazy. Well, I spent six months in Australia and it's, it's very similar to here. The people very much freedom loving citizenry and Unfortunately, they gave up their guns, so they have real no way to fight back. But things you see happening in Australia could very easily happen here, including the quarantine camps. And well, the state of Washington, just above you, Aaron, is meant to vote on whether people can be forcibly brought into these FEMA camps. That <laughs> is what they are, but they'll call them something like yeah. quarantine camps They're for your safety. Go ahead, keep going. I know exactly what it's called. I'm going to look it up real quick um, because my friend uh, who lives there, he's sending me information about it. And he's like, this is absolutely insane. So on January 12th, actually the 12th um, today, <laughs> they are voting on um, how are they doing? How are they wording this? basically a COVID camp, you know, basically, like you said, 
Um, I'm not going to read all this. Sorry, I just butchered that. But yeah, today they're voting on it, whether or not they're going to make it legal to put people in the quarantine camps, basically. And that's insane. The fact that they're even voting on it and this would even go to their assembly should tell you that this is what's in the works for the rest of us. I mean, Aaron, you're just one state away. I'm two states away. We're all in this blue state nightmare politics. and it's only a matter of time. I mean, this is the agenda. So do we fight back like they did in Kazakhstan, which was very successful in booting out all the globalists? And by the way, the city Ashtana, although it's got a new name, it's like Dur Solomon or something stupid like that. I always call it Ashtana, the original name, is called the weirdest city in the world. It's a new capital that had uh, was going to be the one religion government center, the one re- one world religion is going to be centered in Kazakhstan, the capital city, Ashtana. And just last week, they had riots there. And they're, they're, it all started when they said, you can't even go to access your funds in a bank without one of the COVID passports. And that was just that was enough for the people. And they went ballistic and burned down buildings. And uh, while several dozen protesters were killed or seriously injured, they also killed a few cops and even beheaded them and said, if you're not going to join us, we're coming after you. And the president and the prime minister have fled Kazakhstan. And in no way do I endorse violence as a solution. But I'll say that when people are pushed to the edge, like you can't even go to the bank and get your own money. Yeah, they're going to freak out and right. as well they should. Uh, and even if everybody tried to go to the bank and get their money all at once, the bank doesn't have their money anyway. And then yeah. that'll, that'll expose the banking system. Uh, some people, when I bring it up to them, I'm like, the bank doesn't have your money. Imagine if everybody, every member of that bank went on the same day to withdraw their money. They don't have it. You know, they can't give it to you. It's all an illusion. Money is numbers on a computer screen and you can just, you can subtract and add as many as you want. And that's how it works, you know, and it's all, and yeah, but if that were to happen here, I can totally see how that would, that would cause people to revolt, you know? Mm. Yeah. How's Um, it looking up there in Portland, Aaron? Are there any draconian measures being uh, discussed in your government? um, not that I know of. Um, I mean, you have to wear a mask in everywhere. Um, yeah. That's the whole state of Oregon. And yeah, that's that's about it as far as like I see. But um, I wouldn't doubt if that same thing would happen here, you know. Or uh, yeah, I mean, it's when you know who runs the state here, it's, you know, it's pretty clear where they're at. Right. You know. Well, you know, it's so in your opinion, what can be done? Like, what can we do, obviously, to break free from this? I, this, you know, it's always doom and gloom right now. And and everybody, we don't, I I don't want people to think that's what we're pushing because there, I I feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And in some aspects, we are starting to see that. Um, And I don't know what it's going to take. And I know you don't have the answer either, but um, it's interesting to chat about. 
Well, I, I, I'm very much an advocate of nonviolent resistance, and it does have an effect. Look, Martin Luther King in this country, what he did for racial equality, advocating nonviolent resistance, based on what Gandhi did in India to kick out the Brits and create the uh, freedom for that country. On the back of my book, all that is hidden will be revealed. And on the back of Modern Esoteric, the headline is The Revolution is Consciousness. So I think it's us waking up to all that's been hidden. For people like you, I'm preaching to the choir. This, this kind yeah. of information is yeah. very well known. But for people who are on the fence, that's will make a difference with. And it really is a numbers game, you guys. It is the consciousness movement of us waking up. We have so many more than our oppressors in numbers that when enough of us do awaken to this and practice this nonviolent resistance, we can make a difference that way. Right. Exactly. 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 That's why, you know, mass meditations and all that stuff are effective. And you know, there's actually studies on it. But if we all like collectively raise our frequency to a certain level, whatever that may be, um, it doesn't even take getting out into the streets and protesting because that energy alone, that frequency alone is going to um, flip the system, you know, flip the script, I guess, <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And once we once we like rise above that dualistic nature um, and realize that we're all one and, and we can unite and we have strength in numbers, it's over for them. And that's what that's their biggest fear. They don't want us to ever find out our true potential. No, they don't. And and it is a fight to the death for them. They will not go down easy. And I think they still got a few more dirty tricks up their sleeve in the form of false flag operations or maybe even a Project Blue Beam fake alien invasion. Right. Uh, they have the technology to do that. And it's far more realistic than anybody realizes. Not only would you see craft in the sky, perhaps even uh, a crash in which I understand is even tactile, that you could even touch it, but it's still mm -hmm. fake. Right. Uh, but, but also voice to skull technology. So you would hear uh, the voices, almost like a schizophrenic, hearing these voices in your head kind of thing. So they're very devious. And really, I would not put anything past them in their hour of desperation when they're just fighting for their very mere existence. And after what happened in Kazakhstan, I think they're seeing the writing on the wall that people are going to rise up against their tyranny. And let's just hope uh, Americans wake up soon, because in Europe, you see these demonstrations, tens, a hundred thousand people in some of these cities now, they're just fed up. They don't want to go any further with this at all. And good on them for doing it in this nonviolent way. But uh, Americans, there's a saying that Americans won't do anything until they feel the pinch. Mm -hmm. Well, we're starting to feel the pinch. And even in supermarkets, the shelves are going bare. And we all know uh, gas has doubled in a year and so forth. That, But there's more of a pinch like uh, the full lockdown again and opening up these quarantine camps and things like that. So we, we have a we still have a lot ahead of us. Right. Let's go back to the blue beam technology you were talking about. Um, so I have a friend who's ex-Navy and he he um 
he's involved in some pretty, I guess, I don't know, amphibious stuff. He's underground a lot in some of these tunnels that we hear about. And he, he explained to me the Bluebeam technology is already ready to go on the surface. He said it looks like a, like a 50-gallon trash can. The size of a 50-gallon trash can looks like an electric generator on the side of the road. And he said that's where he goes. They're all over the place. You drive past them every day because that technology is hidden in there and it's all gridded out perfectly. So if if they ever got to go, that got the green light, it's all there. It's ready to go. And in some cases, I've heard even a lot of the buildings and structures are pre-rigged with explosives so they can fire a blue beam laser, a fake laser, holographic laser at a building and then detonate the explosive and this is how they're trying are going, going to attempt to pull this off if it even happens, which I hope it doesn't, but I don't know what the hell they expect anymore. Well, but that, that's good you bring that up, Tyler, because at least people would be aware. Unlike 9-11, which was very similar to what you just described, we were unaware. Now we can see through the lies. You see, their false flags lose their power the more they do them and the more people wake up. I have uh, several pages of what Project Bluebeam is. And it's not just the fake alien invasion. In fact, it starts with harp-induced earthquakes, which we're seeing in the rarest of places, Yeah, which I think is taking out the dumbs, but at least uh, that's a good thing. But what they would also do is start to find uh, giants, giant bones or craft under the ice. This is also happening now. Uh, down in Antarctica, some real big stories coming out of there right now, some unconfirmed. But when I went down there three years ago, I was very much looking for any evidence of craft under the ice, antediluvian civilization, pyramids poking through. And while my uh, the area I went to is very limited, nonetheless, there are, uh, including through Dr. Michael Sala, one of my colleagues, does a lot on Antarctica, he had a whistleblower that just came out with some GPS coordinates of a base, which had before not been seen on Google Earth. I know, because I scour Google Earth. I've looked at all the mountain ranges and stuff down there, and I know a lot of other researchers have too. They're starting to give us information on Google Earth, just like S4 near uh, area 51 just it you can look at it on uh, google earth now before that had been uh, blurred out and there are big sections of antarctica that were blurred out too so this is starting to change there is a bit of an opening now so, so then the next step after that um is the big fake space show involving sounds and extremely realistic holograms in the sky using technology that has been kept secret from the public but look Holograms are extremely realistic. Who's it? Tupac Shakur and Michael Jackson going on tour as holograms? People paying money to go to their shows. Yeah. And you think they're up there giving a concert, but it's not them. They're dead. And so part of the fake space show would also include images of your religion. So in Christian nations, you'd see Jesus Christ in the sky. And again, voice to skull technology, you'd hear them communicating with you. Muslim countries might see Mohammed out in the Far East. They, they would see Buddha and communicate in the language of the people. See, that's how uh, devious they would be in getting in there. 
And then the third step would be called the uh, telepathic electronic two-way communication using this voice is called technology, this mental battlefield. And then once they have all that set up, then they can do the financial crash going into the great reset. So this was actually part of the game plan to bring forth this whole fourth industrial revolution by Klaus Schwab of the hut and all the globalists who are trying to roll this out on us thinking to make us think, Oh, this is going to be a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. Anything the globalists say they want us to do just think the opposite. Right. Klaus Schwab is like the antichrist himself. I mean, the things that he's pushing for are all anti-life. It's, it has nothing to do with the future of humanity in a good, in a benevolent way. Uh, that guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's amazing. These people are being pushed to the forefront too. Obviously it's so obvious. Well, you know, they did cancel the world economic forum, which should be taking place right around now. And so there's, there's things that are happening that are actually uh, very positive that the globalists aren't having their confabs anymore and go into the next phase. So I think there are things happening behind the scenes and maybe some of these globalists are running for their lives. Right. Oh yeah. I think so too. Going back to the hologram technology, because I think it's being used a lot more than we might even realize. Like, I don't know, a year ago or so, remember that footage of the Pope where he just disappears? Literally, he's in the window and he still turns around to walk away and he disappears. But there's another camera where he doesn't disappear and people are just say it was a camera glitch. I don't think so. I honestly think like for some reason or another, he glitched out on that camera. The, the hologram disappeared on that camera, but not the other camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, you know, there's no sauce for, you know, people flip out whenever you talk about things and don't have any sauce, but there's no sauce. We're, we're living in a world that's designed to bury the evidence. So we're not going to find the evidence we're looking for. So we have to analyze videos like that and connect the dots and come and draw our own conclusions. And to me, like, it's silly just to ignore all this stuff that we actually know exists, like blue beam technology and, and whatever else. And using the green screen and, Sleepy right. Joe in front of the microphones. Did you see that glitch where yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. he was clearly in some kind of sound stage? and Tyler Perry down in Atlanta, Georgia has a set with a White House outside replica where they're shooting videos and, and the Castle Rock in uh, L.A. studios mm-hmm. uh, has interior. And you find all kind of inconsistencies and even false walls. <laughs> And uh, one time, Jen Psaki, the uh, press secretary, is doing a uh, press briefing. And she goes, oh, oh, hold on a second. And there's a plane flying over. There's no planes flying over the White House. That never happens. That is the most restricted airspace in the world. So all these little clues should tell you how fake everything is, including our politics and the president of this country. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. It's the fake rigged world. I mean, it really is. and. I wonder, to me, I don't know, like I could, this could go one of two ways. Either they're just that dumb for some I don't know why they're making it so obvious. For the people that want to see it, they, they have the eyes to see, we can see right through it. You know, right. it's so obvious and it's like almost laughable at times. I'm like, we're literally watching a movie here. Like, like a hundred percent, this is not actually happening. And, or I, I just wonder why they're, 
being forced either they want us to see it or why is the deep state being forced to operate like this outside of the white house on movie sets and with holograms and body doubles and actors and masks whatever it might be why are they being forced to do that what's actually going on do we actually have the white hats have the upper hand or i don't know well there's an old uh technique called revelation of the method and that is because earth and humans are free will that they have to show us what they're doing. They have to reveal the method of their operation. And many times they mock us with that. It's uh, all the Satanistic emblems and uh, ideologies and different things that are put in Hollywood movies and music and television. You can see this stuff. They're revealing themselves because they have to. And that's the nature of the occultist way of, of doing this because we do have the free will. And, and therefore, if they didn't show us, then they would be going against the whole notion that we have the opportunity to see what they're up to. So like you said, Tyler, mm -hmm. people who are awakened are seeing right through this and, and are rejecting uh, the mainstream narrative altogether. And that's a good thing yeah. because that shows we are waking up. Sometimes I, I definitely last week and the guy was pulling up the live data and, and we were uh, higher rated than CNN right then at that hour. So there are a lot of people who are turning away from the fake narrative, turning on to shows like Journey to Truth and understanding that we have been lied to and manipulated for a long time and are not going along with this uh, revelation of the method anymore. And we're sick of being uh, mocked and, and lied to and manipulated. It's just their time is done. And yeah, so, I, just, I just wonder how far they're going to push it, you know, because they're not making it easy for us. That's for damn sure. And in some cases, they I wonder, I'm like, they're just mocking us. Like, they're, they're seeing, like, how far, how much bullshit they can spew out before people, like, start noticing it. And some people just take the bait, you know, and it's crazy. But I know they're mocking us sometimes with these narratives it's like come on like how do you not see that <laughs> well and unfortunately it's usually older people who are still falling for it because look yeah. like our, our parents they grew up in the era of walter cronkite he was the most trusted man in america well he was a journalist he did research his own stories but he went along with jfk assassination and the warren commission and he had his uh handlers telling him what to do and in the end of the day he was still reading off the teleprompter but it should just go to show that um the older generation they just believed everything the television told them and mm -hmm. richard nixon even was quoted as saying in the early 1970s the american people will not believe anything until they see it on television unfortunately that, that's starting to break down now and it's going over to the alternative media like you guys and i really applaud what you do because uh, I, I think history will uh remember you very favorably for putting your neck out there at a time when uh censorship and so much more has been coming down on us myself included that uh we we just have to keep fighting the good fight knowing that what we're doing is helping people wake up right and thank you for saying yeah. that and and uh, this doesn't come without ridicule, as you know, 
like you said, in the early days of your books coming out and stuff there, there's a, there still is a large number of people that would turn, would tune in and, and laugh at this. And we still even get those comments under our videos. Some, somehow these people stumble across and they just think it's absolute bullshit what we're talking about. And it's, and they very, it's very belittling. Their comments are very belittling. Like they just have some authority and they know better. And we're just all idiots you know and that's that's what we're up against right now uh, as a number of a group of people that actually um just is just doesn't get it you know doesn't get it yeah. but you know what people wake up at their own speed and i've since given up and trying to really force anything on anyone they'll just get it when they get it and if they make a decision about what they decide to inject into their body that's their free will that's their choice mm -hmm. and we're going to see how this all plays out in the coming years uh but i'm glad to be a pure blood i'll tell you that and i'm going to okay. go out for yeah. my jog later on today feeling rest assured that my heart's going to beat just fine and i'm not going to have any uh blood clotting issues or anything else that that comes along with that so we, we do what we think is right, but we also predicate our decisions on information. And, and look, we have our God-given abilities to discern and see what's right and see what's wrong and feel it too. Don't forget your intuition is very powerful. Yeah. That's you communicating with your, your guides or your um, spirit guides or whatever you want to call them. But I do believe because I know that we're spirits in a human body that we have a connection out there. And if you tune that out, you're losing one of your greatest abilities to discern. And, and mm -hmm. I think those guides of ours are helping us in our decisions. If you are listening, right. tune them out, watch TV. It's real easy to uh, miss out on all that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, right. so one of the biggest reasons why so many people are are so easily programmed and manipulated is because if you look at all of society how they program us it's and and all the entertainment and everything else it's um they want you out of your heart space right so it's all like lower chakra they want you stuck in the lower chakras and then stuck in your mind and when 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 and completely out of your heart space because that's where the intuition is and the heart just knows right and the heart is what um where you know you just know the truth and you know and you live from that space and that's where all the power is well when you're out of that and you're stuck in your mind and you're stuck in the lower chakras you're operating solely from that space and that's how they they program you from that space and until you can break out of that and get in your heart really it's going to be really hard for you to break free of the programming right and that and not just that your gut also so like the, yeah, native, the native americans and ancient cultures all said we have three brains you know the heart the gut and then our obviously our logical yeah, brain gut too yeah and, and they they said it goes in order starting with the gut your immediate gut feeling you get in any situation go with that if this is good or bad it's pretty simple you know if it feels right or if it doesn't and then after that you process it with your heart you feel into it, you you progress you proceed in that heart center in that heart space like aaron said but they say where mankind has gone wrong is the second we overthink that those feelings that's when we're off that's when we're, we're thrown off course and we start overthinking it and we dwell on it and our logical mind gets in the way 
you know, this is just like our brain is basically just for functionality, get to point A to point B, work our body. But the actual, the actual brain system that we should be listening to is the heart and the gut. Well said, mm-hmm. guys. And also keep in mind that our brain has two hemispheres. The left side is this logic and reasoning and how we can be manipulated into thinking things are that way. And certainly the media preys upon that. Our uh, school system also says, memorize these stats. That's all left brain. Right brain is the creative side. Right brain is how we process these very difficult subjects. And that part of learning has been pushed aside. It's all, you memorize this and you'll be tested on this. And that's all that matters. So just follow the program, programming. Right. Isn't it funny that television is called programming? Yeah. <laughs> live vision that uh, keep us in that left hemisphere and all the rest, including the heart and the gut. Oh, that doesn't matter. That, that's just superstition or whatever. Right. But I'll tell you, it, isn't it interesting that the Native Americans, as you said, Aaron uh, and Tyler, they talk about the internal aspects of who we are and that is exactly what the chakras are as well and so i love it when you get these data points that connect to this ancient wisdom in other cultures around the world that could have never had a connection with each other such as the ancient india vedas being connected to native american teachings how did they both know the same sort of thing exactly exactly and the Native Americans, they all have long hair and they believe their hair is an extension of their nervous system. It's an antenna and that's how they connect with spirit. Uh, there's a lot of nothing. They have purpose behind everything they do. You know, it's not they just have long hair because it looks cool, you know, um, like we do. But going it, back, they understood, they understood the importance of connection to nature. Right. You know, and right. whereas like we've been so cut off from that in the, cool. the programming, you know. And, yeah, yeah modern society exactly they put you they lock you up inside of a building that resembles a prison to teach you their narrative (laughs) and then they take you out of nature where you should be learning and connecting and communicating even with the animals it's all possible Mm -hmm. exactly um going back to the brain the left and right brain like you kept saying the left brain the right brain well they're creating an imbalance they want they want that out of balance and um a friend of mine, their child was just insane, bouncing off the walls. He was failing in school. They wanted to put him on Ridland. You know, they said he had ADHD. They were like, no, I'm not drugging my kid. I'm not doing that. So they, they explored other options. They found this brain balance program and they put him in this brain balance program where they make him do exercises with one eye covered for like a week. And then they change his diet. Also, they put him on a healthy diet, high vibe diet. They make him do exercises with one eye closed for a week. And then the next week they do, you know, the other eye closed or covered, whatever. And this goes on forever, however long, but immediately within like two weeks, I would say a week to two weeks, this kid was a different person. He was one of the best students in the class. He had calmed down and it took no medication. It just took simple reprogramming of his brain and balancing out the left and right brain. And that's what we see happening, not just within children, but within everybody. And how that imbalance is really from cradle to grave impressed upon us that, hey, that's just the way it is, that you just always stick with the logical mind and believe what we're telling you because we're the authority. And 
That's how they got us. That's the big lie. And it's been this psychological operation that has been put upon the American people for not only our entire lifetimes, but really our parents too. And they just still haven't really uh, seen through it yet. Some have, but uh, the majority have not. That is how good their disinformation campaign has been. Like William Colby said, everything the American people believe is false, including what we think our body can do. And one chapter uh, in Beyond Esoteric is about the bioterrain. I think it's very, very important that people understand that the entire uh, allopathic medicine, including the WAC, is all predicated on this debate that was occurring in the 19th century with uh, the father of germ theory, Louis Pasteur himself considered the father of germ theory and his belief then was one germ one cure and so we just got to hit it with these chemicals and uh, big pharma (laughs) saw an opportunity formed itself and has been very much iron grip this is the way it is rockefellers got into it they were petroleum family john d rockefeller the first billionaire in the world got into it because pharmaceutical products, most pills that come out of the pharmacy, and isn't it funny that the P is silent in pharmacy, so really it's big harma. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right, pharmacy. No coincidence there, I think. Yep. That that is a byproduct of the petroleum industry. So back to Louis Pasteur, he was saying one germ, one cure, but there were others in the late 19th century, France. And I spoke to Robert O. Young at a conference and went up to him and talked to him and asked questions during his talk and said, was it really true that uh, other uh, people who are saying it is not all about one germ, one cure? Because look, if germs were so deadly, human race would have been gone a long time ago. I mean, they're all over the place. But how we treat our bodies, how we treat the inner terrain, and really the immune system is the last resort to go after uh, things that, that get into our body. The bioterrain is essential. And so uh, Claude Bernard was one of the detractors of Louis Pasteur. And he said, no, 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 the, the terrain is everything. He was so sure of himself and this theory about the terrain drank a glass of cholera tainted water and did not catch cholera proving that when the body is stressed when the body is in a state of malnourishment or um, lack of sleep even but anything that that brings us to a lower state then we're vulnerable to these diseases and these germs can come in but that if you keep the terrain rock solid strong you exercise you get enough sleep every night you eat well then none of this is gonna matter none of it yeah and that is our greatest and i would say one of the the most important esoteric subjects that people could understand because it's our greatest protection against illness and good health and staying healthy and the and the system is designed to create lack of sleep stress 
and fatigue yep. and to beat us down. So we do get sick and obviously it's all a big grand master and, plan. And then you get on meds and then you go to the hospital and get on there and further into the system that way Side effects and on those things. Yeah. Well, and then the big, the big, it's so obvious. So turn on the TV and listen to the health experts, the health experts, listen to all of them at, that are being pushed on the mainstream media. What are they talking about? They're not talking about nutrition, diet, exercise, not at all. Well, the three no. things that are crucial to a healthy immune system, they're only talking about the jab. They're only talking about a mask. That's it. That's not health. That is an agenda. And if you can't see it, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And one step further, stay inside. So you're not getting mm. the vitamin D that you get from the sun. Right. The yeah. greatest source of vitamins to build the immune system and to strengthen the terrain you don't get it when you stay inside and wearing those face diapers you're you're yeah. breathing all the toxins that your body's trying to get out yeah so none of it makes sense exactly everything is right. inverted everything is opposite what they're telling you to do is what you shouldn't be doing yeah well, there, there's no doubt that they're yeah. gonna there's no doubt we're gonna get this pulled for medical misinformation now <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the uh, the excuse they give us when whenever we talk about this subject. But I don't even care anymore. If they pull it, we have Rumble. We're on. Uh, we're at other places. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We might, we might get another another strike too. Yeah, <laughs> but oh well. Whatever, man. We avoided the V word, but yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Um, but we can change the subject, I guess. Uh. Going back once again to the brain, I was just reading uh, William Tompkins' book, Selected by Extraterrestrials, Volume 2, which is actually fascinating. That, that book is loaded with golden nuggets of information that really aren't in his interviews. There's a lot of details there that you just don't hear him talk about, but it's in the book. But he's, he claims to have been a part of one of the think tanks, one of the programs that were developing age regression pills. And he, he has mentioned this in, a, uh, in an interview. But he, he explained like the testing and what they were doing. He said they, they found a way to essentially shut something down. I don't remember the terminology, but shut something down in the left side of the brain that forces the right side of the brain to self-heal and stop degenerating. And he said there's like a six month, um, six months worth of pills that you take every like so many days or whatever. And then by the end of that six months, you completely stop aging. And this is the elites and celebrities and a lot of people actually have access to this. And he said this was even the basis of the research for the 20 and back program that developed in 1980 that he also claimed to be a part of. And he explained in depth how that worked. And the, the age regression technology is very real and it's already in pill form and it could be sold to us if, if it was ever released. Mm. Fascinating. Right. I saw you're going to have uh, Tony Rodriguez on in the next couple of days and, you know, our friends and we were even uh, hotel <laughs> guest uh, room together as speakers at the last conference. And I drove out to uh, Inyo Kern where he was as a child. And I, you can ask him this on the uh, interview you did with him, but uh, I think he was age regressed because he did 20 and back and yeah. Um, so he has not been back to Inukern, and I had him on a video phone and was showing him around. He's like, oh, focus up on that mountain. I remember that. I remember that. I was thinking maybe I can escape and get up there. It'll be interesting <laughs> wow. if you guys uh, talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah we'll they're using that. it in the 20 and back. I, I know a lot of the super soldiers, James Rink as well, and 
these guys are young and fit and they're and and randy kramer he's physically he has lived about 80 years but he's only in a 50 year old body so they have these things that can work and have you guys ever heard of the uh integratron down near uh yeah near giant rock uh mm -hmm. i don't think i have i've, I've heard oh, about so, it this is a great story to tell you guys this so there was this guy named uh george van tassel he was yeah. in the early years of the very first uh contactees and mm -hmm. he was in contact with benevolent ets and he was uh given direction to build this integratron it's still there but it has never gone online right before he was about to finish it the men in black these infamous i think they're hybrids but of the dark side shut him down and sabotaged the operation and really um helped bankrupt him and i met his nephew chad van tassel at a conference once and we were uh going to a after party or something we were the first two there and i got to to speak to chad one-on-one -on -one and said chad how, how did he do it and he said they the benevolent ets came directly to giant rock and he had his own landing strip there and it's far enough away that nobody could see a craft kind of coming down and landing and other witnesses have were say off saying that they're coming by to make a delivery or something to George Van Tassel. Hey, who are those tall guys in the jumpsuit? And they'd be working on wiring and stuff and look back and they'd be gone, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the benevolent ETs were building this Integratron, which was basically uh, not a single nail was used. It was all wood joints and everything. And it's a big dome. You can still go out and see it and they do sounding uh, operations, but they haven't been able to bring it online ever again. Um, but what it would do is create negative ions, which are known to interact with the human body and be very good for you too. That's why whenever you go near flowing water, like uh, waves crashing on the beach or a uh, waterfalls or flowing water, that's why a lot of people like to have a little flowing water in their backyard or even in their home, is because it's creating these negative ions. And so the Integratron would create it on a wholesale level. And that is why with uh, Billy Meyer contactees, with Semjay and, and other Palladians and Syrians who are very human-like, you wouldn't even be able to tell them right. walking down the street. But Semjay, who looks like a 28-year-old supermodel, oh, is about 120 years old. So it yep. reverses the aging process using this high dosage of negative ions. I'm sure other things, including their health, is much different than what we're used to. I mean, just to go back to how everything is reversed, look at how when you watch television, every single food commercial is what you should not be eating. Yeah. It's, uh, exactly. Apple a day keeps the doctor away commercials or eat a healthy salad, everybody. You don't see that. You see what you shouldn't be eating, and that's fried food and fast food and sponge junk you should keep out of your body so right that's why we have to be very very wise about what we do with our body and and how we treat it and that is for now the uh anti-aging process that we can practice right and i do believe yeah just by changing your diet you can because whatever gmos whatever chemicals ingredients are in these foods are causing us to rapidly age i'm sure of it I'm sure of it. And it's causing major health issues and 
you know, they never discussed diet and, you know, we're all, we're all guilty of eating a cheeseburger or whatever it might be, you know, this we know is not healthy for us. That's why I'm waiting for like a planet that has all that stuff that's unhealthy for us, but it's healthier. <laughs> a planet that has healthy cheeseburgers and healthy pizza. Yeah. And healthy. It tastes the same, but yeah. it's actually healthy. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Well, think about it. They, they do that on purpose. What's the best way to poison someone? They make it taste amazing. They make you want it. They're, they're not going to, you're not going to put a piece of shit they, on a plate. You know, they're not going to eat that. Yeah. And you get addicted to it. And yeah, yeah exactly. chemicals, there's chemical like Starbucks is a big one They're whatever they're putting in that, man, it causes a freaking frenzy every morning. The, the line, the drive, yeah. the drive through is wrapped around half the freaking County here. I used know? to work at Starbucks. I know. And yeah. th there's coffee everywhere. It's not just that Starbucks is popular and good. There's something in that that is bringing you back. Hey, just a real quick thing on coffee. And I do love to drink it myself. If you sprinkle a little baking soda, just a little couple pinches on your coffee before it brews, you turn an acidic drink into an alkaline drink. And then really? I also mix in a little, yeah, I also mix in a little diatomaceous earth. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to process any other way, but in coffee, can't hardly taste it. And then you get that uh, tablespoon of diatomaceous earth. And that helps cleanse out the intestines and uh, get rid of impurities. So it's a, it's a double shot. You, you drink an alkaline drink and you also can help the body uh, mm. get all the junk out of there too. I'm going to have to start right. doing that. Medical yeah. misinformation, yeah. guys. That is, that, that is medical <laughs> uh -oh. misinformation. We, can, we are not. Now, now YouTube's really going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, it's a, a healthy cure. Yeah, we can't have that. Yeah, right. can't have people's <laughs> coffee being super healthy. Right. No. Um, yeah, I'm a big coffee fan as well. But but again, yeah, sometimes it's like too, it gets too much. There was a while where I, I drank way too much coffee yeah. every day and I got super addicted. So I've tr I try to keep it less these days. But but that, yeah, I'm going to start doing that. Well, the whole taste it. What it, what's the phrase nice. caffeinate so you can't meditate there's a reason caffeine mm -hmm. is pushed because our mind is never really calm if we're in and, and I, I love caffeine like don't get me wrong like we all use it and we need it not everybody right but if you really think about it it's a perfect strategy to keep people from meditating and calming their mind and just too, too much caffeine. Yeah. yeah yeah right well that's what they want you know and that's, and that's why yeah. energy drinks and all that stuff which you know, yeah most energy drinks are terrible. Right, you, but you. there's a reason that's all pushed, you know. Monster mm. with 666 in the Yeah. End. Yep. Yeah, Monster. Yeah, you yeah. see that video? Yeah. And then in the O of the of, of the Monster is a cross. And whenever it's upside down, it's an upside down cross. And their motto is unleash the beast. And yeah, yeah. The, the slashes are actually Hebrew number sixes. So Hebrew it's six, six. six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much in your face. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and not to mention, it's like neon glowing green, like the most unnatural color that you should ever be putting in your body. Yeah. <clears throat> Unleash the beast. Um, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. So, Brad, I know uh, we talked beforehand. You're friends with um, Ed Spina. Um, we've had guys, if you don't know who Ed Spina is, he's an amazing healer. We've had him on the show. 
uh, in the past. And we just released a highlight video of that episode. Brad saw that and he's like, man, I got an amazing story. I got to tell you about it. And uh, we weren't going to talk about it, but I think we're just going to go ahead and talk about it because who cares at this point if, you know, we're already breaking all the rules as far as censorship goes. So I'm very interested. I know it deals with the Vegas shooting, right? Right. Well, we've already crossed the Rubicon, so let, let's yeah. just go that yeah. way. So I was a speaker at a conference in Las Vegas just a week and a half after the uh, Las Vegas shooting. And right when we put, and, and where we were doing the conference was just a block away. It was very, very close to the Mandalay Bay and the uh, concert area where dozens of people were shot and killed. And I do believe that was a... Uh, a real shooting. There was some uh, videos that actually made it online where people were going up and, and pressing somebody's vein to see if they were still alive and you'd see the blood come out. That would be very, very hard to fake with mm. uh, mannequins or any other way with CG. And there were dozens of those kind of videos and um, other people who were blowing the whistle immediately following the Vegas shooting, saying that they saw a shooter on the ground. Um, died so they, they had to really lock down this narrative tight so we were there for a, a conference and decided they were going to go forward with it and didn't cancel uh but we walked out there and so the first weird thing that happened is awakening man on twitter he was uh filming he films everything everything everywhere he goes so he was a, a block away in the parking lot of hooters uh, and he was filming, just started filming. And the police came up right away and said, you can't film here. And not only did they make him stop filming, but the feed got taken down. It got deleted. So that was the first thing. And then me and um, another speaker, we went for a walk around the perimeter and it was all yellow taped off still. It was still an active investigation scene. But right when we were under Mandalay Bay and there were still boards up on the window from the, the broken windows of the room, you could see directly the line from the room to the scene. And there were trees and there was a cell phone tower and not a single bullet hole could be seen in any of them. Okay, and that was in the, the direct line of fire and, and hundreds or thousands of rounds were supposedly shot out of that window by a, uh, Stephen Paddock, who was really a patsy. He was a gun runner. He went up there to deliver some weapons. And what the whole thing was about was they were going to take out uh, the, uh, the young prince of Saudi Arabia. Uh, what's his name? Bin Salman. And he, he will still be king, and he is still alive. It was a coup because... He, they own, the Saudi family owns the top floors of the Mandalay Bay. And so it was a, a gun deal gone bad. And there's some evidence that he was tipped off by Trump himself, who is friends with Ben Salman, and wanted to um, stop this from happening. So this is right after it happened. Ed Spina and another psychic and I, we all went out to dinner on the last night of the conference and I was sitting right across from him. And I said, can you, can you guys 
give a little insight into what happened. And what they said was exactly what has just recently come out in a WikiLeaks dump, that there were FBI shooters on the ground. So the, the, the gun running deal went bad. Yeah, they popped the cap in Stephen Paddock and blamed the whole thing on him, busted out the windows. There were shots being seen and filmed by cab drivers pulling up to the Mandalay right at that moment and saw shots coming from lower levels. But all the witnesses were also saying that shots were being fired on the ground. That's what Ed Spina and himself said. But right across from the, uh, so the Mandalay Bay is kind of kitty corner to where it was, but right directly across is the Luxor, that big pyramid in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has a beam that goes straight up. You can see it from outer space. Yep. So bright. And there was a, there's a magician there called Chris Angel. Mm -hmm. that once again inverted he, he kind of looks like marilyn manson really dark yeah. and yeah real kind of evil and so those guys were saying that he was part of it that he was like doing some kind of occult ritual magic on the whole thing and uh given these fbi shooters cover this is what ed spina and his psychic friend were telling me that night and there was all the, all this weird stuff that was happening. For example, some people were filming and got, and got some footage of shooters on the ground at that concert. And then they scattered because there were some white hats that were uh, tracking them down. And there was even footage of Ben Solomon. So he went out and uh, was gambling. He loves gambling. That's why he goes to Vegas. Wearing street clothes. And they're walking through Hooters with all these armed guards going like this. So it all kind of makes sense in the context of a false flag that, that had to happen because they got caught. They weren't able to get the guns. Ben Salman wasn't up in the Mandalay Bay when he should have been, and he got tipped off. And then they got him out of there and kept him alive. Other weird things that happened on the Strip that night, including the Bellagio Hotel, got shot up. But one of these guys running away just to create a diversion. Uh, and there were people who filmed all the glass on the uh, in the lobby that night. And then the next day they go down, everything's fixed, everything's cleaned up. And they say, hey, you know, because of what happened last night, we would like a refund on our room. They said, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they said, we happen to have the footage of all the glass on the ground. That's what we're talking about. Like, Let me get the manager. Oh, we'll give you a refund now. And <laughs> all this weird stuff, including helicopters flying over uh, unmarked because every, every plane and helicopter has an identification marker. And if you have the right software, you can track every single plane. And these ones did not have any tracking. And there were some reports too of shots being fired out of, the helicopter and there's a big tank there because the McCarran airport is right behind this concert scene. There's these big oil tanks that just got riddled with gunfire. They were trying to blow this thing up, create another diversion. Fortunately that never happened, but when people were fleeing, they were like jumping the fence and running into McCarran airport and stuff, you know, it was wow. total chaos and, and terrible what happened. Right. And so Ed Spina and, and uh, his psychic friend, they said, what they had to do to get these uh, people out of there, they're uh, create a big false flag diversion and using Chris Angel in such a way to 
put a put a like a dark magic spell on people, which would help with the narrative, get people to believe this uh, Stephen Paddock story. Right. And like wow. I said, just a few weeks ago, uh, WikiLeaks did a huge data dump, and part of it was FBI was involved in the shooting at at uh, the Las Vegas uh, massacre. That and that doesn't surprise me at all. Actually, that resonates with Chris Angel because he always kind of it's always been off to me. And there's no question mm -hmm. that some of these magicians um, are actually dealing with black magic, white magic, like they're they actual magicians, actual yeah. magicians. Yeah, on some level, like it's not just an illusion. I definitely believe that, like with David Blaine and mm -hmm. probably Chris Angel. And you know, they're they're just tapping into the human potential, I would say. And it just and it's you know how you use that is up to you you can use it for good or bad um and then the deluxer that pyramid with that light coming up that's not just a light i'm sure that's some sort of energy source actually aaron and i were driving here um he was here for christmas break and we were driving on the highway we we're coming on the on-ramp and there's this there's this gigantic church right on the side of the highway it's all lit up and it has a huge like a temple like a um tower and we both saw it was a foggy night. It was a foggy night, and and uh, so the the light, it was all lit up. But we saw a beam coming up from the top of that tower, going straight up. It was black because whatever energy it was creating, there was no fog there. Basically, remember that, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. We both saw like a like a beam coming up that wasn't for some reason the fog you, it was it, like a line yeah it was like yeah, a was straight just, beam like a line yeah. it wasn't a light it was just where the fog was surrounding it because whatever energy field it was creating the fog was it couldn't penetrate it and mm -hmm. that was coming out of the luxor pyramid there from the top no that's from a church here in oh, st louis okay. yeah but it's a big massive church on the side of the highway it's like way too big i mean i'm sure who knows what it's for but and the other weird thing about that site is there there was a big billboard that would have been seen by everybody at the concert that had these the like hardcore gloom and doom uh message from some church in vegas it's interesting you bring up the church that said uh if you don't repent your sinful ways you will die a horrible death something like that i got a picture of it it was really bizarre to see that not only that, but the Luxor Hotel right across the street, even closer to the shooting scene than the Mandalay Bay, is r replete with all kind of occult symbolism. There is an avenue of these rams, and the ram is the god of war mm -hmm. and destruction. There's obelisks there, uh, just like in the city of London and Washington, D.C. and the Vatican all have obelisks. The Empire of Three Cities, which are all city states within larger countries and cities, yeah, uh, th th they got the all the occult symbolism in the Luxor right across the street from the shooting too, where Chris Angel was performing that month. Right, there's so much yeah. more going on in Vegas than we realize, yeah. and uh, like oh, yeah. um, John Lear, he he said that one of the hotels they built was a was purely a guise so they can develop an underground base, an entrance to an underground base and tunnel system. So they were building this hotel 
So it would be a cover for them to bring in materials so to develop yep. out this underground base there that that actually led to a tram system, the maglab system that goes all over the world or country, or whatever. But he had some really interesting details and photographs and stuff that, uh, I mean, he's not lying about it. I don't think he is. I definitely think that might might have been the case. And who else, who knows what else is going on there? And it was a, it was the maglev that went right into Area 51, so they wouldn't have to fly in or take a bus. They could just be there within 10 minutes rather than an hour and a half if they had to drive. Right. He said you get called into work and you just go walk in this hotel and take the elevator down. Oh, and... I know where that is. It's still under construction. It, it's still a, a facade. That was the whole thing. Yeah, he's yeah. Is that true? It's under construction still because he he did mention like it was never meant to be finished. Like I don't know. Uh, last time I was Vegas and and saw that site uh, two or three years ago, it was still yeah. unfinished. <laughs> construction yeah. is all wow. around. I don't think it's ever meant to be finished. Right. Or maybe the White Hats are going to take it out and put an end to it, just in the same way. Like I said earlier in the show, that now you can see S four on Google Earth. So. The revelations are coming. If you know what to look for and you know where to look, you can find a lot of confirmations now on all this stuff we've been talking about over the years. Yeah. So that's interesting that that rather than more censorship on some of these sensitive subjects, we're getting more openness. That to me suggests that the White Hats are winning this battle behind the scenes. Right. Which I think is the case, but it just has to play out on the surface. I know there's a 3D aspect to the illusion that just has to play out. And that that's only going to change when the collective awareness changes. You know, um, it's just not if as long as people are falling for it and taking the bait, it's going to keep working, you know. Right. Well, Brad, this has been awesome, man. Thank you for joining us. Um, I know you got a bunch more interviews coming up, but is there anything in particular you want to plug? Uh, where can people find you? just in case they might not know. Yeah, sure. If, if people are interested in what I'm up to and my projects uh, and the conferences that I'm going to speak at 2022, you can go to bradolson.com. That's B-R-A-D-O-L-S-E-N.com. Uh, if you want to get a signed copy of Beyond Esoteric or any of my other books, the only place you can get those is cccpublishing.com. And I also publish, it's my business, other authors like Leo Lyons-Agami, Lon Milo Duquette, and several others. Go there and you can browse all our books for free using the uh, Google Books app. So invite people to check the book out before you buy it. And if you like what you see, uh, get it through our site. And uh, then I can sign copies for people that way too. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll have we'll put all those links in the description. So um, whoever's interested, you can just go there and uh, I'll take you straight to them. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good luck. I mean, I know you got a few more interviews coming up and I, I don't know how you're not exhausting yourself, but keep it up, man, because we appreciate what you're doing. And, and seriously, thank you. And this was fascinating. That Vegas story was definitely well worth it. And, uh, you know, it's it, we need to start that stuff needs to start getting out. We need to hear that stuff. We need to change the narrative, you know? Question everything. Right. Yep. right. Don't exactly. take anything on face value. Just look into it yourself. And mm. interestingly enough, you can still find a lot of verification out there on the internet, uh, but just be really um, discerning. Yes. You know, there's disinformation out there too, but 
the interesting thing about disinformation, and I've known a few in my day, they'll give you 90% mind-blowing truth, but then they'll always throw in that red herring, mm-hmm. that 10% where they yep. need to, their handlers say, direct the conversation that way. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of disinformation. You can get some really good stuff, but uh, unless you are devoted to the truth, like you guys are on the journey to truth, <laughs> and just say, it's either uh, shite or shinola. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. you just gotta, if you make a mistake, man up and say, hey, I was wrong. Right. But, and I, yeah. I mean, for the most part, collect those data points and, and get that information and piece together this mosaic as best you can because there is a lot of uh, junk out there too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone's guilty of it. You just have to man up to it. Like you said, if you go back and listen to some old episodes, I'm sure we were off with some stuff, you know, talk and, you know, talking about things that may have never manifested or whatever. And then it's just, we have to really, you know, be humble about it, self-correct and, and move forward. But it's really important to me to stay neutral because yeah. Uh, we don't marry yourself to any any individual yeah. or, or their information. Just take it all in, connect the dots for yourself. Even even the shills, like you said, that control that position, they have good information mixed in with the bad stuff. So everybody has a piece of the puzzle. And you it's up to you to find out what pieces are what and what fits together. And and then that's what we're trying to help people do, honestly, because it is confusing out there and it's really tough to know what to believe right now. Uh, I suggest take it in, absorb it, and then t- and only keep what resonates. And you know the rest, the rest mm-hmm. can just toss to the side. But uh, yeah, thanks again, man. This was awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for all the support, all the donations. We love you guys. Don't forget to grab a ticket to our conference. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot more about that when we have Tony on this Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, have a great evening and we will see you next time.